All right, how you doing, everyone, this evening? Welcome back to Real Life Talk. We have a great show put together today. Um, this is Dave Bell on the mic. We got Gordon and, uh, and Justin in the house. How you guys doing tonight? What's up, man? Glad to be back. That's G Stokes in the house. Yes, you Jay, are. Jay Bell, what do you got, man? <laughs> Hanging out, man. Uh, you know, life's good. Uh, it's 85 degrees in Chicago, so I'm living the dream. All right, we got uh, and we got my main man C Longer, Chuck. You want to say hi to everybody? Uh, good evening, guys. Sorry, it's heavy lifting night at work, so I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be alive. Thank and you very much. And that's real and talk. That's the real talk. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we got a nice little thirty minute segment going tonight. Everybody, you know, four dads. Of course, we got we got stuff going on. So um, we're gonna get right into it. I first want to get a. Uh, what we call uh, in, half, in, in parentheses, don't do that uh, segment real quick. This is, this is honestly something I, I see now this time of the year when it starts getting warm, where the ladies uh, begin to, uh, you know, the dogs are out pretty much. And uh, I think it gets a little out of control on, 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 on Facebook. Actually, that's, that's really what I'm on. I'm not on Instagram, Snapchat, all that stuff, but. On Facebook, man, people just start showing just showing pictures of their dogs. I just that's that's just too much. It's just way too far. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It just gets out of control, and I just I just thought I had to <laughs> I had to let let that out. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are like me. I'm just I'm not a dogs guy. So um, when people are just popping them out on Facebook, I just I just you know I, I kind of want to say something to them. So are we are we talking about like people like like kissing their dogs like you know dressing the dogs up like you know human human figures like what what, what are we talking well, about well i'm like, actually this I'm face actually, this facebook you speak of i'm not i'm not terribly familiar well, with i'm it. actually uh, talking more about dogs like like your feet uh, like like people just putting the dogs out so there's people like because people love their dogs too there's a lot of dog kissing that goes right. on uh <laughs> right but but in, in regards to, to your dogs like your feet people like you know they go to the beach and they'll just take a photo of their feet and i'm like come on man i mean i don't need to see all that but you know why they do that right it's because they want to show they're somewhere without like taking a picture of their full body and you're like yo check out this extra 20 i'm slinging right like <laughs> then you can you then you can, then you can show that you're at somewhere nice be it the beach or at the pool or whatever but you don't have to feel shame at the same time so it's the i gonna say i mean but that works though right like if you're at the beach and your feet are kicked up and you got a shot of the ocean behind them then then you're good Right, no matter how thick those feet look, you're in good shape. I mean, that's what Corona, that's what corona commercials have been about forever, right? I mean, that's right. Just, right. But, but what's what's the? But what if your feet look like you've been? What if your feet look like you've been kicking right. a brick wall? You might look at somebody different, like especially if that's somebody you might see like every day, I and mean, you might see him in person. You're yeah. like, man, I mean, you just you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Um, what was the name of the movie, the Eddie Murphy movie? He uh, oh. he, he went home with somebody and and he, he woke <laughs> up he woke up and saw her dogs like at the end of the sheets and he was like, oh man! Like he he pulled the sheet up just to see what her dogs looked like and he he basically like got scared out of bed. <laughs> was it? Oh, was that uh, boomerang? Boomerang. 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 Yeah. boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> 
(laughs) That's where I got a new light on dogs. I just wanted to throw that that segment in there real quick. But um, our first real real uh, segment we got going on tonight is is the aura of the group chat. And we've kind of all talked about this before, um, about at least I know Gordon and and Chuck, we we went out there one night and um, we talked about how the, the one group chat that really is a tough one to say anything about to anybody is the family group chat. So, you know, everyone's got a family group chat because you're, you know, it's just an easy way to communicate now. And, but sometimes, man, and I don't know how you guys' families are, but like for us, man, the, the, group, the group chat can get out of control. I mean, I'm talking about, you can sit there and your phone's going, like, and it's just, and you, you can't say anything because you don't want to be that guy in the family. So I know for me, um, you've got the different families, right? Or the different members of the family who haven't quite mastered all the subtleties of texting yet, you know, talking to people right. who are over the age of 60, right? <laughs> <laughs> they know right? how to use the phone. Shout enough. out to Fletcher. I love you, Fletcher. Um, <laughs> if Fletcher ever hears this, I doubt he will. Odds are about 2%. But uh they're those people and then they're the ones who just chatted up all the time and you don't want to pile on and say and repeat the same thing that's been said already and you don't want to keep answering or communicating because that furthers the 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 full chain like you can't send the let's wrap it up subtle cue over text (laughs) it doesn't exist you can't do it with the family you can't do it so i so like, give me. I was gonna say go ahead, I've got Chuck. mine muted. Like, uh, wow. Are you? We've your family on the group chat, man. So, and I, I love what? all of them. Let's be clear, I love them all, right? But uh, uh, I'm number two of I, I'm number two brother-in-law of four, right? And number three brother-in-law is overseas for the government, and he's coming back and. Uh, number three sister-in-law is like, hey, uh, Jake's going to be back in town. And then you start the, yay, hooray, happy, so glad to see you. And I'm like, that, that's uh, mute. And so I mute it. <laughs> and, wow. and that's now, a, is strong, this a, group, it's a strong move. Well, what's, what's the, what service are you guys using to, to mute family? Oh, that's iPhone. <laughs> you can just iPhone and hit mute this whole group. Because I, wow. do, I mean, that's crazy, but I do that same thing that with some of my crazy. friends like Ryan and Daniel, because they start talking about the O's and how the Nats suck and how the O's are amazing. And I get so riled up over text. I just got to mute that too. Like I, I can't, I, I can't stop. You know, that's the real. You're, cruel, sure you're, like, so you're in a tough spot because like, it sounds like your family is also like down with the text thing. I got a little bit lucky because I married someone whose family <laughs> much prefers to call. <laughs> so, <laughs> because uh, then they're calling each other, so there's never really. Well, <laughs> yo, they just muted you. Somebody just called Justin right up. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he so, so. I, I was gonna say I, I married someone where where the group chat is is a little more significant. Where I could get the ring like 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 Ugh. ten times in a minute, and um, well, I answer every now and then. But a lot of the times, what's good for me is 
I'm not really directly involved. The other good thing you, you get to happen sometimes is you're not directly involved, so it doesn't require you to answer. And that's what's, what's good for me is I don't get hit with that. You're like, Dave, what do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. like, I just kind of, I can read the messages, but no one really cares to hear, you know, like, no one, I don't need to answer anything. So I, I kind of get a slide by, which is good for me. But I don't have the mute factor like Chuck does. So I, I get Loves the, the mute. Yep. <laughs> you know, I get the, you know, I get the, you know, it just keeps, it keeps going. So uh, every now and then I'll say something, um, like, you know, you guys got to calm it down, but. Well, see, so then the other thing is, I mean, I'm muting it, but that doesn't mean it's still not going on, right? It just means that I'm not getting any alerts on my phone. Right, right. So then I can <laughs> I can crack it open after I see 17 new texts, and I'll read through them all and be like, okay, there's no point in me responding to either of these, especially if Teresa responds. It's like, oh, well, she's, she's our collective voice, so therefore... Right. On, be- on behalf of the right? longer family. Exactly. Yeah. She's, my pro- <laughs> she's my proxy. And it's like, yo, I'm clear. Good day. <laughs> So like nah. what what like I don't have a good family group chat going right now. So like what 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 are we talking about on these things? Is this like like sport like longer said about sports? Are we talking about just like trips to the beach? Like what what what, what are we? It's it's here? for me it's the uh, we'll call them the important life events. Like okay. hey, we just bought a new house, or hey, we're putting a contract down. Say a prayer for us, or hey so-and-so is coming back or, Hey, we just got a new car. Right. Or, Hey, big, big item. Not like, Hey, uh, I just got back and I'm making some fish sticks for dinner. Right. It's, it's not day to day, (laughs) but, uh, okay. And and so in in that sense, it's not like it hits a lot, but I got mad one Christmas because there was the, Hey, let's talk about Christmas presents. Right. And (laughs) like, what? Like who's getting, so you tried to organize well, they tried it all to in organize the text. it in the text. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is man. this is this is what Sunday afternoons at, at Fletcher and Nancy's house is for, for all you all to talk about this while I take a nap on the floor and uh, zone out. <laughs> and, wow. You know, it didn't it, it went on for a while. I got I got a little wow. heated about that one. I mean <laughs> that's strong right there, man. Uh, yeah I, I don't you know, our, our family texts are more kind of relatable to Chuck's. Um Sometimes though there'll be like a like a funny meme, like a meme that someone will just put on oh, there. No. Like, yeah, and then uh, and then it's like a, it's like an instant like ten text string. Like, yeah, that's hilarious. I don't know. I'm like you know, I'm not, and, and this could be anywhere from like eight a.m. in the morning to like <laughs> it could be like at nine p.m. at night, and it just it just comes out of nowhere. And then your phone just gets smashed like ten text messages. So I, I kind of, like I said, I, I just don't really, if it's really funny, I might chime in with a, with a, with a ha ha, but most of the time I, I, I leave them alone. And Gordon, you're not missing anything because uh, yeah. truthfully, yeah. I'll take, I'll take the muted texts over uh, yeah. Justin's get a call scenario because right. <laughs> I don't, don't want to have that talk ever. Actually, physical uh, interaction with somebody. No, no, Imagine that. <laughs> but look, I mean, my wife does all the talking, then we're good. I don't do any talking. That's all my wife. Right. We're right. good. There you go. Right. So it's the proxy. I, I think Chuck put it well. You have a proxy also. Yep. <laughs> it's good. So nice. All right. So we're, we're going to jump over. Chuck and I began talking about this last last week when we uh, 
we sort of got out. It was just me and Chuck finally after my, my breakdown of the system. But figure it out, buddy. The, the, yeah, this this is um says the guy who just dropped off the call and had to sign back in. <laughs> uh, We're not talking about our technical issues here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so th- this is really about uh, songs that have a bunch of scribble in them, but everyone knows the main words. So uh, you know, Gordon, we used to always joke around about. Uh, I got on my list here. I have "Flavor in Your Ear" by Craig Mack. Um, it's just one of the all-time classic. You know, <laughs> flavor in your ear. <laughs> you know, flavor in your ear is like the only part of the song you can actually understand. And uh, everybody's got that song. Now, Chuck, I know you. What was the song you you were throwing out there? Well, mine. You get a little ODB shimmy shimmy ya because. <laughs> There's that that one <laughs> verse in the middle that's just straight rever- – it's like the record just got played backwards. Just gibberish. <laughs> and the thing I was howling about at that, if you even look it up in like Google lyrics or whatever, it literally has like dot, 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 unintelligible, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> if Google lyrics doesn't know what it says, then it's it's impossible. It's, right, then – it's right. it's, it's unintelligible. Right. It's, it's and then my yeah. my other go to was of course anything by the Foo Schnickens because uh, yeah. <laughs> what's his yeah. name? Which Jeez. Foo was it? Who just uh, it, it, oh yeah the yeah, right the guys and he would just he would just go off and it, it couldn't couldn't yeah yeah even now yeah um, well I'd say any any. Uh, any early to mid '90s dance hall track, yeah, uh, Shaba Shaba Rank. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, granted, it was supposed to be Caribbean Jamaican music. But I, was say, I, I, I know that we would have no every, idea what we're talking about, but that was cool for the, you could, the Caribbean community that was hanging out in our country, like chilling at clubs. <laughs> <laughs> but. But we all know Bob Marley songs. I mean, the dance hall reggae artists, particularly Shaba, um, I, they made an art out of mixing up the uh, the English language or whatever it was at that point in time. Right. But it was hot. Right. Those beats were hot, man. People doing the uh, that that one dance. I forget what it was called, where you like bending over backwards. That was hot back in like 94. <laughs> you know, <laughs> 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 guns in the air. Well, but you know, see, here's, was, the, here's the, the thing reverse. about Shaba, right? Is I remember back <laughs> in 1994 at the Pennsylvania State University at the James Robeson Cultural Center. All, <laughs> dude, all of my all of my island friends knew all those words straight up, like we were saying. I don't well, know. Would you have, you, would you have like 30 island friends you're talking about? Yeah. Would you have like there were, like I mean, 30. Danielle and Madrid and all these other uh, Alex, they all knew. All, I'm just like, you know, it's my white ears because I don't understand what's going on right now. Who just dropped out now? Gordon. Gordon, that dance was the butterfly, I believe. The butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> So look, the the ultimate song to me where you can't understand a word that he's saying is, and, and I, I came back to this because one of my players, uh, one of my former players in St. John's, her dad, he, he said that his sister used to date Chub Rock. Right? <laughs> Chub Rock, Chub Rock has the all-time song. Wait a minute. He's like, just the two of us. 
the whole song is like, like, and that is just the two. You don't know what he's saying in any of his songs. I'm like, chill, man. Come on, man. I mean, we're going to have to go back and talk about that Chub Rock concert I went to when I was like 18. Did you go to a Chub Rock concert? (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah, I went to a show with my buddy Joe, and Chub Rock was the headliner. He was. And before he came on, we had Black Sheep, we had Cypress Hill, we had Tribe. It was like like eight artists. And Chub Rock came on last, and of course, like, I mean, he's got got a bowl of, like, terrible songs, and then he was like, all right, I guess guess we're going to play you know what's good, and so then he broke out his, his his like two songs that were great. Right? No, it was sad. It was sad. It was sad. <laughs> well, uh, um, what was that? Uh, treat, treat me right. Treat you right. Yeah, there's treat you right. And right, right, right. Us. Yes, that was it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now the other one I was, I was telling Chuck about that that kind of goes hard is, is my man John Rule. <laughs> 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 I mean, John Rule's at home right now, unemployed, but I mean, the songs you could definitely, you could, I mean, it was better than, than like, you know, the stuff we're talking about with like, like Shaba and the other, like, I don't know, world songs, right? So, <laughs> right. It, it was, but, but Jabba had, did you say Jabba? You said, sorry, Jabba. not Jabba, John Rule. John Rule had that, that holla holla was, it, it was a hot beat, but all you get to understand was holla holla. <laughs> you couldn't understand anything else. I mean, <laughs> Well, it was like he was the uh, the poor man's DMX. At yeah, he time. was. <laughs> he totally was. But uh, he, you know, DMX had perfected the the growl, the, you know, the really grimy voice. Right. Uh, but you could you could understand most of what DMX said, uh, also because a lot of it was barking. Um, well, wasn't DMX? I mean, sorry, wasn't Ja Rule like pop DMX? Isn't that the best way to? Yeah, exactly. Because they had all those songs with Ashanti, oh gosh, you know. Yep. Well, that was that was the whole that was the whole murder, murdering, murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then and then Fifty Fifty just came in and just crushed his soul, and um, now he's probably working at Long John Silver now. Yo, know, I love Long John Silver. <laughs> 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 long John I mean, I mean our, who's actually eaten at a Long John Silver in the last ten years? I'll tell you who is now. I've never, I've never eaten. Never. I've never, I've never walked inside of one before. I've never yeah, walked inside. Uh, I've never done it. There was one. Really? There was one like a mile from our house, and every time we drive by it, like taking the kids to daycare, I was like, "Yo, Long John Silver," and Teresa has shot it down. For 21 years, right? Yo, T, Long John Silvers. Nope. And then it got torn down a few years ago. So, so wait a minute. None, none of you have ever eaten at a Long John Silvers? No, I've no, never I've walked never. into a Long John Silvers. Yeah, I've never, I've never, I'm happy to say that I've never walked into one. Like, I'll never go into that place. Are you saying you're like a lucky shareholder at, at Long John Silvers? Like, like, are you a hardcore? No, I'm just no, I, I haven't been to one in, in decades, but I've definitely been in one and had the questionable fish fillet sandwich with hush puppies. Well, the hush puppies were strong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but the, the, the fish and the chicken were all fried in the same stuff, so you could never tell exactly. what you were eating. So piece it was same. just all crispy, yeah, like just crispy <laughs> fried. Right. The fat is there. The fact wow. that Long John Silver's is still around, to be honest, is the bigger story here. I, mean, I just can't believe they're still around. 
just can't believe. Hey, it. man, there's a, there's a market for grade F seafood. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, all right, so um, the the next uh, the next segment we have on here is is that that everyone has that moment when now I don't know if you guys again whether whether you you've done this or you've seen somebody do it. Um, but like everybody has that moment when you're either, you're either pulling into your house, like your garage or your, your, or, you know, parking at your place or you're just pulling into work and like something, something hot comes on and you know, you just, you just, you just, you're just in it. Like you're rocking out to it or whatever. You, I don't know if you're singing it or you're rocking out to it. Um, have you guys ever had that moment before? Have you ever seen anybody just crushing the tunes? Like you might have pulled up to a light and somebody's <laughs> just in it. Yeah, man, that's usually me. Um, <laughs> I, I don't go to an office anymore because I work from home. So now I just rock it out of my house. <laughs> right. But, but like, are you, like, for instance, I was pulling into the driveway. This actually happened like maybe a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I have the song you know, on, on other sources to play, but it was on XM. Um, Mob Deep Shook Ones is one of the hottest beats ever. And I, it came on. I think I just, that's your favorite song, Dave. Is that your favorite it, it song? Is, of it, it's one of my, it's, <laughs> it's my, it's one of my favorite beats of all time. And when it came on, I just, I, I really, I let, I literally sat in the car for like five minutes. <laughs> and the best the best thing about shook ones is is they know the beat is so hot and they know it that if you listen to the track the last three minutes there's no words okay like so the, how, beat, the beat just goes on because they know people just love the freestyle to it how did you feel about that after eight mile did you feel like eight mile made it too oh pop God. and eight, trendy eight, no no eight mile made it made it like even it, it better almost, well, it, it made it like uh, I'm trying to think of the word, but it made it made it it made everyone realize how hot the beat is, and like the, the way they did at the end of Eight Mile. Like I watch, like like every time Eight Mile is on, I make sure I turn it back for the last ten minutes of the movie because that scene when, when the hands are going, they're bobbing, everyone in the two one three, like it just, I mean, the whole thing is hot, man. It's just that beat is so fresh. They use that song perfectly because it's actually at the very beginning and the end of the movie, right. and uh, yeah, they, it, it just uh, it, it encapsulated that whole thing. But I would agree with Dave. That's just uh, that's when you can't you can't skip over on the on the iPod on the radio like, whatever. Just, like when you mentioned the topic, the first yeah. thing I remembered was, uh, and this this I'm not trying to be an, uh, an ass about it, but I remember the day that Guru died because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. XM had all day long gangstar and when i got into the truck and i sat down and that's what was going and it was just non-stop i couldn't move i was like this this could be the greatest day ever in if it wasn't (laughs) such a terrible day (laughs) and i literally would make excuses to run out from the office from my desk just so i could turn on the truck and sit there for a couple minutes and listen to a little bit more of okay mind you i own all that i own all those tracks but it's just like anything when when the fugitive is on tv i'm watching fugitive right (laughs) no no question when gangstar is on the radio i'm watching i'm listening to it 
even if I own it, I don't think about playing it. It just has a different vibe when it's just on and you know it's that's what it is right there at that point. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. If, by the way, uh, The Fugitive is Courtney's favorite movie of all time. Whenever The Fugitive <laughs> is on, like I, you have to watch The Fugitive. It's so good. I'm not sure about that. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it, it I means I don't know if it's the best of all time, but it's one of the greatest. No, it's not. TN, it's, 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 one of the great, it's the perfect. It's a perfect <laughs> TNT movie, right? Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Dave, here's how you can. You, you got to ask yeah. Courtney what yeah. the name of the drug is in The Fugitive, and see if she knows that. That's her true fanhood test. If she's a, a true yeah. G for the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll make sure to do that for sure. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so kind of like what you, now. Now again, I'll preface this with. These two guys are not on the same level. So, like, the guy I'm about to talk about is not uh, – maybe not on the same level as Guru um, or, or Gangstar, but when, when Heavy D passed away a couple years ago, they did, like, a, this all – they did this, like, hour-long Heavy D tribute. And I, I just like Heavy D. I just like the stuff that he, he came with. He, he's not considered an all-time great, but I just like what he did. And, you know, I, especially when he pulls up – diddly, 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 it's my, it's my guy. Speaking of unintelligible lyrics, <laughs> Heavy used to do it, man. I mean, I'm not um, trying to talk bad about the man, but Heavy, the stuff I can listen to now that doesn't feel like it's dated, that's the, those are the artists I appreciate, right? Like when I listen right. to Heavy D, I'm like, yo, that is straight 1993, right? Right. <laughs> but right. if you put, and this is where we can, one day we can have a top five, right? Because right. they're, that's why the woo stands up still. That's why a lot yeah. of PE stands up still, right? Because a lot yeah. of the the stuff that doesn't sound dated is the stuff that I feel comfortable playing now and not having somebody look at me and say, look at that old man who's trying to be hip, right? It's like, right. I'm just listening right. to music that is hip. I'm not trying to turn on uh, Young MC Bust a Move, which is an entertaining song, but it's still a dated song and or tone loke or any of those other kind of silly you went right like any of those kind of silly (laughs) hip-hop pop rap songs so i almost kind of put heavy d into that pop rap category which i'm not knocking the band (laughs) but it was just not it it, it hasn't held the test of time for me no question um so i know everybody's got a few minutes left we got a few minutes left to show you and i don't want to touch on segment three but there was a segment that I wanted us to touch on for this show just because we're in what what I would call now official grill season. Okay, so now, you know, people are grilling on a daily basis. Um, you know, cookouts are happening, especially with this weekend coming up. And I want to talk about what is considered um, like cookout etiquette. Okay, and all you guys, everyone's been to parties and – um, I'm sure you've maybe noticed a couple of things like maybe you wouldn't have done or like you know, what's going on here. Um, I, have a, <clears throat> I have a few noticeable things myself of like do's and don'ts for, uh, for the cookout. Now, uh, this first thing I want to bring up, I think it happens a lot because the, the, the standard, the standard cookout food is hamburgers and hots. Okay. That's the, that's the standard, like easy, you know, I don't really know how to grill, you know, just throw them on there for a couple of minutes and you're safe. Okay. And that requires buns, obviously. I think what a lot of people do at parties that I've noticed, I think is the wrong thing to do, is they leave the buns in the bags 
for people to take out themselves. Okay. And the problem with that is there's always the guy <laughs> who pulls out a hot dog bun that like rips up the next bun in the shreds. And then the next guy behind him is trying to go like, come on, man. <laughs> You doing here, man? You know, so it's just a major don't. It happens with hamburger buns too. But the way to to get around that is for the host to take the buns out of the bags and rip them apart themselves, so they're all just sitting there for you to just take one. It's just so much. It's so much easier. The only downside is the exposed bun can uh, start to get a little. A little stale, a little not right. I guess you have to figure out a way to cover it just right. So I'm saying, like, you're uh, right. It's got to be right before the food's done. Air. Right before the mm. food's done. Not like before the party starts. You know, they're just sitting there all crusty mm. hard. No way. You, you put them out in the morning. So you get a little <laughs> crunch to them. <laughs> all day long, hot dog bun. Let's go. So, so the the, the next, you're right, Gordon. I mean, you gotta you gotta be smart about how when you set the buns out. You gotta time, you gotta time it. it. I'm just gonna time it. Now, the, the next one that I think is is a potential problem is where um, somebody leaves the condiment, like they they put the condiments in like a bowl with like a spoon or a knife for people to to kind of put that on their buns. And again, sure. someone someone might end up, you get to mix right, up. Somebody uses the mayonnaise spoon. It like the mustard, and it just starts getting cross pollinated and jacked up, man. <laughs> the easiest way to get it done is to have the squeezable bottles just sitting there. They're, they're easy. They're clean. You know. Well, see, but people, know. but they're not clean because people get lazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. I agree or, with you, Chuck. It's you, like... have the, you have the five-year-old <laughs> trying to put it on the hot dog, and you get it. All down the neck, you get it all over the top of the bottle. You get it so gummed up, you can't even close the cap. It's just ruined, yes. right? Particularly ketchup. Ketchup is susceptible uh, to this. There, there is no win here. Yeah. I mean, if you have the super money squeezable with the with the really narrow skinny top, like the ones that you can like fire, you know, that would like shoot ketchup over distance, like those. <laughs> I don't know. Like you'd find it like an uh, Ocean City little fry restaurant there on the boardwalk right like maybe those because that's more precision right and maybe the kids can't there's no win there is no win the win is hey adult you take care of your child under the age under the age of 12 because i love gavin but he still can't (laughs) put ketchup on a on a hot dog clean handle that but but who's Who's hosting the party saying that to somebody? Like, who's who's saying, hey, guys, listen. Um, who's regulating? Hey, hey, who's the kind hey, of Chuck, hey, Chuck, Teresa, <laughs> great to have you guys at the party. Listen, uh, before we you guys go any farther, listen, uh, <laughs> keep your kids away from the ketchup bottle, okay? <laughs> I want you guys to, to handle all your kids' food, okay? <laughs> that's great. That's, that's, that's great. valid. That's a valid counter to that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, then you shame them. You're like, yo, I just saw your child use the ketchup bottle, and there's there's as much ketchup on the outside as the inside. Handle that. Handle that for the rest of us in the general population. Now, now here here's the here's the next potential problem. Like, there's always somebody who uh, you go to the party and and they're on the grill, but they're kind of shortchanging the the dogs and the burgers. Like, you know, they might not be fully cooked, or you know, there might be some stuff that's just kind of do you say something to the guy that's grilling or do you just, do you just suck it up and, you know, he's, he's toasting the party, you know, he's grilling the food. 
You know, what do you do with well, that? What do you do with that guy? Lines, Dave. Huh? You, you got to leave him alone because I was the thing I was thinking about is the guy who wants to kind of step into someone else's grill and like take over to a certain degree. Right. You never like the guy. I don't care if he's setting his own house on fire. You just gotta let. You can't So if it, you know, if it comes down to, you know, yeah, just go to Popeyes afterwards. You just gotta, you know, you gotta let. Well, so eat. I'm. <laughs> you might not ever go. <laughs> don't go back to that house for a cookout. But you don't. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with the burger that maybe is undercooked. And I'm fine with dogs because mm-hmm. they're cooked anyway. I mean, you're just yeah, eating up a dog. That's true. Yeah. That's the, right. chick, right. the chicken, right. though. Chicken is dangerous. <laughs> I mean, chicken is dangerous. If I'm chicken hanging out there, because one of my rules is whoever's grilling, I take that man a beer. Even if he has a beer, I bring him out right. one to be like, yo, right. I appreciate you. And I'm going to stand here and look into space and not, not be a backseat griller. Right. But, right. Sure. Uh, if I if I see the chicken is not okay, I will suddenly tell. I will text my family, be like, "Ayo, this chicken is undercooked. Do not eat it. Do not eat." Now, see the tough thing is, I, I I feel like I'm good on the grill, but it, there's that there's that nerve factor, like. Especially if you go beyond hot, I don't care about hot hamburgers. Anybody, I, I'll, I'll do that quick. I don't care about that. But when you start adding in like chicken, steak, things that people like a certain way, well, chicken's different. Chicken, you got to cook. Mm-hmm. But steak, you know, people like it a certain way. If you overcook it, you know, you undercook it, whatever. Um, it, it's hard. I mean, because you're, you're, you're trying to please a lot of people. Well, I think. Um, I think you're safe with steaks, though, because steak is like, yo, I'm cooking this for you, and I can give you a medium or a well. I mean, we're not at Ruth's Chris, right? I, this is right, right. this is the backyard. Right. What I right. what I bug about right. is when somebody brings out the chicken that's on the bone, right? And it's that because chicken mm. on the bone, you you can't have it too hot too early because then it burns and it's still raw right. inside, and it's a it's right. it's a it's a shame, right? You feel shame when you're done. You're like, yo, I. I burned your meat and it's still not edible because it's raw inside. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that, it's tough. I mean, when you're cooking food, it's tough. Um, you know, especially chicken. You're right. Chicken's one you gotta, you gotta be careful uh, if you're cooking it. Now there's always the guy who uh, is, is providing the, the liquor. Okay. So um, he's got a couple coolers of beer. Are you, you know, are you are you saying something when he's only got like, you know, past blue ribbon and 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 uh, you know, Natty Bo as his his beer can choice in the, the cooler? Or are you leaving that alone? Is it free? Well, I mean, are we still like like, you know, I guess 20, 15 years ago, it's, it's that that's your standard. But I guess now, if we're if we're rolling up in a party and we've got that limited. That you might have to make a little bit of a hey man, you know. I, I see you have Ice House beer and that's delicious. <laughs> you know, there's a million breweries nowadays. Why can't you mix it up a little bit? That that might be more of a conversation point with with uh, with host. You know, uh, yeah, we're 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 grown ups now. We can have more than a, a case of beef. I'm gonna <laughs> a cookout. I'm of the I'm of the stance there where. Uh... Yo, if you're giving me free beer, I'm drinking it because it's free. Otherwise, it's right. on me. If I if I want something nicer, 
I'm bringing something nicer. But mm-hmm. if you're going to give me the uh, protein plus the bread plus <laughs> everything else, right. and then you want to give me a PBR with it, I'll drink it. And if I, <laughs> if I'm too good for that beer, then I shouldn't be at the party to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say his name, so it's all good. You didn't say his name. <laughs> well, on the flip side, there's there's a situation where the host says, "Hey, look, um, I'm cooking the meats, and I'm providing. I'm cooking the meats. I'm providing the buns, condiments. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, BYOB, uh, and a side, a side right? dish and a mm-hmm. side. Yep. Like, right, right, right. Are are you, uh, do you say something to the person that comes in with nothing? I'm going to say yes. Mm. I'm going to do another There's shame. always somebody that comes to the party with nothing. There is that guy. I mean, yeah, there's always there's that, that guy. If, if you're not going to bring in anything, you can bring in uh, some green dollars and put those green dollars <laughs> uh, on the table for somebody to go make a run. Uh, I have the same issue with the person that comes in with one bag of chips. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I was, I was going to say that when I actually this. The guy that the guy that jumps on bringing two bags of chips and nothing else, like like no dip with it, no salsa, like nothing, just two bags of chips. What am I gonna do with that? I mean, if you're bringing chips, you got to bring like four bags, right? You gotta you gotta show you double down on the effort, and then you're right. You gotta have you gotta have some kind of uh, other sauce or accoutrement to go with it to like yeah, I mean, make it work. Yeah, I mean, you can't now. Now, what if if the, the guy that comes in, like one of your buddies comes in, and he brings the friend. That it brings nothing. You let that guy go because he, he he's coming with you. Now, and what if he comes unannounced? You see, that's the thing. Was it? Do we know it's a plus one or hey, this is this is this Bill over here, and uh, he's a hot dog eating champion. He didn't bring anything with him. There's you. <laughs> there's always somebody that brings an unannounced friend. Well, is it somebody you both know, or is it just a friend of that person? It's if it's funny. if it's, it's the friend, of, the friend person, of that person, you can't hold them accountable because. It's not your friend, I don't think. It's but like, can yo, you Bill. Yeah, then it's on spot. Bill <laughs> to bring extra. Be like, yo, I brought this friend. I hope you're cool with that. Check it out. I brought two extra jars of queso to cover for him. And then he's like, okay, well, then you you're responsible and you did your thing, right? But but what? If, okay, that's that's a that's a good situation, right? There. You got good. You have good friends. Like you have legit friends if they're doing that. Like they're the the friend that they bring. Or they're bringing double for their friend. You get you have right. friends that get it. They get they're with it. But what if what if they bring? It's a good friend of yours who brings somebody unannounced. Do you say something to your good friend during the party or after the party's over or after you're just kind of like after eight or ten drinks in? After you're nice, <laughs> yeah. After you're yeah. nice, yeah. nice. Hey, uh, yeah, hey really. Bill. <laughs> hey Bill, come, Bill, come here real quick, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, it happens at every. I feel like it happens a lot at at at, at cookouts. At cookouts, man, you you just people aren't really clear on, on their invites. They're just saying, "Hey, we're having a cookout," like to their friends, but they don't really put all the rules in place. I mean, there should there be a cookout rules book? I'm going to say no to the book, but I also think the guests are okay when you're talking. I don't know. Let's say more than twenty people. It's right. still it's still courtesy to let the host know. Oh, you brought a friend. Well, that's cool, but I didn't I didn't got I don't got enough extra burger for him. So I was planning you to have two, so you can you can have one and he can have one in your square. Right. 
Right. And that'll never happen because there's always going to be that person. Oh, I just want half a chicken breast. And there's always going to be extra there because of that person. So, yeah. you know. Right. Right. All right. Well, this is, look, this is all great talk, man. We're going to, we're going to wrap it up for, for, uh, for show number two. Um, we got, a, we got a great lineup uh, for show number three with some segments on how to, how to eat wings the right way. Uh, follow, <laughs> follow the leader segment when, when there's a lead driver. Um, I got a segment on Chipotle etiquette. It's a big one. It's a big one. And then, and then we got a good segment on a night out with your friends. Just talking about the different kind of people that go out. So we got a nice lineup for next, next show. So I'd like to thank everyone for listening tonight. Uh, Gordon, Chuck, Justin, we'll holler at you guys. Good talk. Good talk. Yep. All right, talk man. to you guys later. See you. See you. All right.